0: She sits alone, an outcast, rejected by her peers. But what is her secret? Perhaps she's on the run. On the run? From herself. And go. Actually, my grandfather died. My mom says we're just here to pick through the rubble of his life. So you're here to
1: uncover the mystery of his death? No, it was natural causes. Are you sure it wasn't unnatural causes? Yes.
2: Everybody, welcome to Generation Lost, the show about movies with me, Bryn, and me, Jeremy. Me, Jeremy. Yeah.
0: I thought we were doing <laughs> that now.
2: <laughs> ah, we forget. I don't know. But we have a guest today. hello today
0: it's the one and only the beautiful the handsome the getting ever more skinny drew kaufman (laughs) hey they call him hollywood kaufman
2: Hollywood Hollywood
0: because he keeps getting in better shape yes buying newer leather jackets yeah
2: (laughs) wow look at all the cameras he has he's so cool
1: (laughs) yeah that's that adrenochrome money baby (laughs) hollywood kaufman my
0: boss at giant bomb (laughs) (laughs)
2: Wait, is he your boss?
0: He's the person who controls whether or not I get paid, so yes, <laughs> hmm. um, I don't but, like that. I mean really Does that not you really? my you're, boss kind I, of you're really I mean sort of I guess yeah. um, <laughs> That's how I always picture the boss relationship dynamic, right is primarily it's the person who gives you the money right and makes sure that you continue to get the money. and then after that it's the person who orders you around. and we don't really get ordered around.
1: No, we're, I'm a pretty good boss, I will say. You're a pretty good boss. Wait, but yeah. do
2: you work at Giant Bomb?
1: No, I Technically, do not. we all do, but not really. Yeah. 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 We're independent really. contractors. You're
2: contractors, yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah um, we're, like, uh, we're like the Ba of Giant Bomb, you know? Like, we're there, and we run the cannons, and my only stream of <laughs> reference is Super Mario 64 on a video <laughs> game <laughs> <laughs> website. Uh-huh.
0: Yeah, so in that case, then, like, Gerstman is Mario... Uh, Bacalar is Luigi. Who's uh, Bowser? What's Bowser? her name? Is, um, uh, 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 uh. Peach. Yeah, but I mean like the, the actual person. <laughs> I would say... <laughs> she was on our show. Yeah, I would, r- I would M- say r- Bowser <laughs> is the commenters. Bowser is the commenters, yes. Bowser is the the commenters. Who still, even now, 20-something episodes in, every so often someone will still poke in and be like, I don't think this fits on Giant Bomb. And we're like, it's almost been a calendar year now.
1: (laughs) I mean, you're going to laugh at this, but it's like, I I don't read the YouTube comments for two minutes late night stuff anymore, but Uh every once in a while, like if we have a female musician I check to delete all of the sexist shit, (laughs) and we're still 60 something covers later getting comments that are just like who's the faint p- face paint guy <laughs> <laughs> it's like watching the simpsons and being like i don't get that son he's too <laughs> he's too much he's too much <laughs> he's fresh
0: yeah that
1: why, part. he's fresh
2: why is there child abuse in this show why is the father not in jail
1: yeah <laughs> why are they yellow <laughs> humans are white. So weird what humans
0: race are, are white they? they're yeah. regular humans they're white <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> what is this a ukrainian commenter <laughs> oh no yeah getting political on the movie show yeah, anyway we're
3: not here to talk about political.
2: <laughs> we're not here to talk about ukraine we're here to talk about movies
0: motherfucking flicks baby <laughs> film baby <laughs>
2: Uh-huh. So what did you watch this week?
0: Drew.
1: Drew. Besides Ghostbusters, besides, besides Ghostbusters Ghostbuster, Afterlife.
2: It can be any.
0: Please say the whole title so nobody uh, thinks we're talking about Ghostbusters or Ghostbusters.
1: Right. <laughs> or Ghostbusters or 2. Two. <laughs>
2: Definitely not talking about Ghostbusters 2.
1: No. Um I have uh I haven't I didn't watch any movies this week, but I did uh I did I went to the movie theater oh, a nice. few a few days ago, uh, after making a very, very long rant to most of my friends about how I'm not going to the movies anymore because I don't <laughs> like movie theaters.
2: Wait, what, what was your reasoning?
1: I don't like movie theaters post pandemic. I'm just too aware of the whole situation. And its I don't like being around people. I don't care about their reactions. Mm. Uh, sure it doesn't make it and going with friends doesn't make it any better because you're sitting next to them and you can talk right. to them about the movie afterwards but like but what about for a comedy uh well that's... this is this is the thing right
0: is i always feel like comedy is is the time where you want to be in a theater the most because audience laughter versus home laughter is so different
1: sure i agree with that but uh other than jackass when was the last time that you saw a comedy that was actually a comedy true, yeah. Like the uh, movie that well, I oh sorry, Bryn.
2: Oh no, I was just gonna say the best crowd movies I've ever been to were uh, Django Unchained. Yeah. And uh, and Get Out. Those are just people just like yeah. gasping and and yelling, and it was sorry a, to
1: bother was you. Was a, also very good. Very.
2: I didn't see that in theater. I wish I did.
1: Saw it twice in theaters. Damn, uh, so cool. Pre pandemic, <laughs> it was Parasite for me. I remember like mm. a very very strong audience reaction. Oh wow. Um, but then everything that I've seen since movies opened up in May of last year, I guess. Um, it's just been a diminishing return. I, I would have enjoyed it more if I sat on my couch and watched it. Like the, you get I'm,
2: anxious in the theater?
1: It's not even necessarily an anxious. It's like the theater is not set up in a way it's not like you know old-timey like let's all go to the lobby or anything it's a good time it's just you just you go to a place you have to pay to park you have to pay thirty dollars for a pretzel the size of your head yeah you know it's like there's nothing in the theater that's really special to me anymore especially because all movies are shot on alexa cameras so they just look (laughs) like television everything looks like shit.
2: i know yeah Yeah, for sure i mean i i I, being living in new i mean you live in l.a
1: L.A.'s a little different because yes, I do have to pay for parking because I have a car.
2: No, oh, fuck that. That's why yeah. I don't live there anymore. Uh, <laughs> um, I left as soon as I had to drive. Uh, <laughs> but um, I, uh, I in New York, there's a lot of great like little theaters that sh- show stuff that is old yeah. on on film, and I still like going to those. Um, I'll go see stuff that's smaller that's like being shown on film. Oh,
1: of course i i agree with that i actually mean more like just like i'm not interested in like the current the release yeah keeping sure. it keeping it special is you know going to go to like the beverly and seeing a film on film you know yeah whereas yeah, yeah. like the, the 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 moment that i decided i was like movies movie theaters are fucking stupid was <laughs> going to universal city walk to go see dune and imax mm-hmm. and Ugh. Yeah, and not only is Dune like one of the ugliest movies ever made, like it's. Oh, I, I I gotta disagree
2: with you there.
1: Did you see it in IMAX? I did. Yeah. Yeah. So when you see an IMAX on a proper screen, where you know they stop cropping the seventy millimeter and they show you yeah. the corners. All it is was more fucking sand. That's all it is. It's like 30% more sand. And I get like they desaturated the movie because they wanted to like put emphasis on the Fremen's blue eyes. But I'm like, Jesus Christ, there could be some paint on this wall. There could be, give me a bounce light. You know, and I love Denis Villeneuve or however the hell I'm supposed to pronounce a French name. Not like but that. No, <laughs> <laughs> he's great. And then I saw that movie, and I was I knew that um, Roger Deakins wasn't the DP on it, and I was like, oh, of course he didn't want to be the DP on it. You couldn't even turn on a an LED light. It just can you looks imagine like being sand. Like
2: shown the color palette of that movie, like on like the, yeah. on the board or whatever? Could you so imagine, like, imagine oh, trying shit.
1: to
0: double penetrate one of those worms? <laughs> uh <laughs> to be the can, dp
2: can you oh. yeah
1: <laughs> movie jokes um but yeah so the what movie, movie
2: did you watch
1: oh the movie that i just saw was uh worst person in the world oh i've heard i have very mixed things i have mixed this. opinions of it so, yeah that's what yeah. it seems
0: like is happening so yeah. what was
1: it what was it all about Um, it's basically about this woman who only validates herself through relationships and is not interested in a career And the first, um, five minutes of the movie is kind of a montage of her figuring out all the jobs that she doesn't want to do. Um, and then she gets a relationship and then she decides that she doesn't like it anymore. And then she just, just, it's just all of these actions of a woman who is trying to figure out how she wants to be herself and hasn't quite nailed it. And so she puts that onto other people, and it's you know it's like it's just a movie about like kind of being young and dating and not knowing what you want. Uh, and there's moments of it that are great, and there are moments of it that I really didn't like. Uh, and again, it was like I wish I didn't see it in the theater. Like, yeah, I, definitely. I would have loved to have like gone to the bathroom in my own accord, you know.
0: <laughs> That's a very pre-pandemic feeling as well. I I feel like there's always been for me movies that like you see it in the theater and you're like. I wish I didn't pay for this. Yeah. I really, honest to God, I wish I didn't pay for this. I wish I didn't <laughs> go all the way to the fucking thing. Because even here in New York, you don't have to pay for parking, but you have to, like, fucking ride the subway. Yeah. You still have to, like, go to Williamsburg, like, <laughs> be around those people. And I,
2: Yeah, I, I, I feel like I always just enjoyed the process in, in New York of just, like, mm. I go with, meet up with a friend, we have a drink, we get dinner, we go to, you know go to the movies and then we say it's really bad or whatever whether it's a yeah. big movie or not I usually although I basically stopped going to see movies that were Hollywood movies mm. in the theater it's like in the middle of the tens mm-hmm. like in the middle of the teens I was just like I don't care about this anymore like usually but I'm just going to you know the quad or you know the IFC or something and see yeah. the metrograph.
1: Support the, movies, like support the little movies, support the little theaters, about. see something you care about, but you can't just see everything in the movie theater catch a q
2: yeah. and a Q&A.
1: yeah, although catch one q and a Q&A. catch
2: a q and a one of my favorite things i did i i did when on nights when I was alone uh would just be go and like watch three. I really like doing that, just like sneak just, it, like, sneak yes, in by yes, myself ones, yeah. Uh, that, Catch
0: like that's the back fun. end of something that's always nice <laughs> I like yeah. doing that a lot
1: yeah I think the world is still kind of catching up and there's not because I can't think of three movies I'd want to see now but that was definitely oh, sure, something yeah. I did a few years that ago that would be the big struggle <laughs> yeah
2: we just did a bonus episode about uh, the stuff that is s- sort of coming out that we yeah, do want to say there's about to be mm. a
0: bunch of shit coming but, out, but
2: we'll for the past two good. years absolutely, absolutely not, not no. <laughs> yeah <laughs> uh, fucking uh, oh, yeah <laughs>
1: Yeah, I mean, like, I have no interest in seeing the Batman movie, but good good for them for undoing uh, eight years of Christopher Nolan making it impossible for them to have licensing deals. I'm glad that there's finally a Little <laughs> Caesars Batman pizza again, because it's not a serious movie. <laughs>
0: finally we can get paul dano in there <laughs>
2: <laughs> we can make a toy or something that's what we've all yeah. been waiting for you can put it on a coke can
0: it looks like shit it looks
1: so stupid it looks so bad
2: there was a moment on like the first trailer where i was like this might be interesting they might have a different different move on it but it very quickly fell apart <laughs> yeah no,
1: it looks like garbage Yeah, I like that he's going to be a detective in this movie because they've never done that before, but... But you know they're not going to do it well. No, of course not.
0: They're not going to do it in a way
1: where... They literally never have done that You're not going to
0: be able to solve the the crime yourself, so... Yeah. Like, there's no way that you're... Like, you're going to get the riddles... And maybe you'll get the riddles.
2: Imagine if Knives Out was a Batman movie, <laughs> but he still had the Foghorn Leghorn voice. <laughs> so, I, well, my, my, I am the knight.
0: Oh yeah.
1: That was that. Uh, I'm not
0: wearing hockey
1: pants. <laughs> That was a limited run DC comic. It was like to counter Marvel zombies, they had Batman Louisiana.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was the, the Steve Niles Gotham County line was where he, yeah. he was in the South and he was a lawyer. Yeah.
0: New Orleans Joker is like just like a massive pervert. That's his whole thing. Yeah. <laughs> he has to stop the Joker from his like serial sex criming. <laughs> yeah.
1: I mean, that what you just described to a T is True Detective season one. (laughs) Basically. This is Batman smoking
0: PCP. There's a lot of Joker depictions that I feel would fit right in in New Orleans. Mm, (laughs) And like his like stupid ass purple suit and whatever. like a big top hat and like uh rattle bones.
2: (laughs) (laughs) He's Uh, like the villain from The Princess and the Frog.
0: I love New Orleans Joker. This is a fun (laughs) idea. Anyway Brynn, what did you watch this week?
2: Oh, uh, I watched a movie called Elden Ring. (laughs)
0: <laughs> uh, <laughs> it's a video game it's
2: a video game oh it's i should the know new, giant bomb boss video
0: game it's the big video game it's right now It's the
2: big new video game that everyone is talking about instead of poor uh horizon forbidden west which no one actually gives a shit about or
0: the poor uh war in ukraine <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> it's
0: uh, so yeah. funny dude. what is that <laughs> it was literally like there was a game the first day of the war all of Twitter was just blanketed in people, like, hand-wringing about, like, what if this is World War Three? I can't what believe if, we were What if wrong. China makes a move for Taiwan? Yeah. What happens? What happens? <laughs> what if the nukes start flying? And then, like, the next day it's just dead silent because Elden Ring came
2: out. <laughs> oh, man, Margot is really hard.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Find out on the next exciting episode of Americans Hiding Behind Capitalist Ideas. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah. Uh... I mean, it's it's just so funny. I like every person who's like on a podcast was like, wow, we, we were wrong. And we have like all this to say about like, yeah. we didn't think this would happen. And then it, it did. And, and that doesn't mean X, Y, Z. And then it was just like "Yeah, video game time.
0: <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm yeah. taking a break from having takes. That's my oh, thing. Yeah. Right you, now. when I'm, was the last time you had a take? I'm taking a break <laughs> from having political takes. I, uh, I don't have a take on Russia, Ukraine, and I won't until it's over. Yeah. Mm. In
2: December 2021, <laughs> I stopped using Twitter for a month, and then I was like, this is, I'm never, I'm only going to talk about video games and, yeah. and I don't know, my I personal have nothing life.
0: to say. I have no opinion. I don't
1: know. I love I I mean, not I, having Twitter anymore. Being banned from Twitter, like literally I started losing weight like a week later. It was crazy. <laughs> just like <laughs> I just don't I don't have to think about things. I don't the have to care. Of fire song
2: starts care. Playing. Yeah.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I don't know anything. I don't Kanye West. Sure. I'm sure he's doing something zany. I don't know Something's what it is. What is going on there? Yeah. You I don't will actually say,
2: have to care ever.
1: No. Uh you can I did be have a weird moment though with not Kanye related, but like I follow a cat who i didn't know was in the ukraine until he started fo- posting you know uh stories oh, yeah, of like unexplored with- uh stefan yeah oh with i i love stefan um he's a m- cat with a million followers and he's in the ukraine and it's just like photo of a cat and then this is what is happening to the street that i live on and you're just like wow first <laughs> they came funny. for the cat influencers and i was one of them so i stood up <laughs> damn
0: yeah
2: but i haven't been watching that show at all. I've been watching Elden Ring. So you've
0: been watching Elden Ring, what's going on in Elden Ring? Uh, it's like, really, how is it? Is it's, it, great? Is, it's it really great? is it
2: You know, it's I saw
0: like two seconds of it upstairs and it looked very dark.
2: Yeah, it's dark. Yeah, it's I don't, a set.
0: I don't like that. No, I mean dark like like visually.
2: I don't I, think it's dark visually. This it's makes no beautiful. sense,
1: but when you said upstairs, I thought you meant when you died for a split oh, second. Yeah, when and went I was in heaven. heaven. <laughs> <laughs> when I died and went to heaven, I saw Elden Ring. Jeremy
2: was in the hospital <laughs> on a ventilator. And...
0: <laughs> Wait, I have to play Elden Ring. I just won't do it for probably five years until everyone stopped talking about it. Can you give you have me to a give minor. Me five more years,
1: Lord. <laughs> Lord. Can you give me a minor summation? Because I don't know anything about this. I don't even know, like, is it on a console? Is it on a video? Uh, like, It's a- on
2: PC and xbox and ps5
3: okay
2: um it is the i guess one two three four five like seventh game in this sort of like loose series by this developer called from software they're japanese developer and they started off making their first game was in 2009 called demons souls um and then their most famous game is called dark souls oh Um, i know dark souls it's so it's the new dark souls basically okay but it's like open world. It's basically like if Breath of the Wild and Dark Souls were the same game, um, mm. and it's awesome. And there's a lot of like weird little issues with it um, for that reason. But what it is, just like you sort of get like road blindness of like, what am I doing? Unlike every other game they've ever done, which is mm-hmm. like you're very like clear what you're doing most of the time. There's sort of like, there's so much stuff to do that you end up getting a little sidetracked on like what the story is or why you're here. <laughs> right. Um, which is interesting. Um, but the fucking, they're, they're so, there's this moment in the, and I guess if you are, care about spoilers for Elden Ring, don't listen to me say this, but I'm sure most of our audience doesn't give a shit. Or but, probably
0: um, is further in it than you.
2: Probably. <laughs> I have been playing it a lot. Uh, <laughs> I'm like 15, 20 hours in. Um, and, uh, there's this moment where, uh, it feels like a fucking, like, David Lynch movie, because, like, there's, like, oh, there's this order of the two fingers, and they, like, talk about this, like, secret order that is, like, ruling over some part of the world Which or two fingers? Well, that's the thing is that you would imagine that it's just uh, they're called that for some reason. Like maybe they cut off their fingers, or somebody had. Or they're
0: always like doing a two-fingered gesture at people. Right,
2: or they're fingering pussy a or lot. They're fingering or, pussy yeah. a lot. Yeah, but you go into this <laughs> room pussy. and there's just this enormous two-fingered hand that is like hello, it and like go, it like does like
0: like, like, the like the bunny the, bunny.
2: <laughs> well, it's 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 just like half of a palm. It's sort of hard to is explain. Is it doing
0: like the Sufi <laughs> kind of? <laughs> <laughs> the Dane Cook Sufi. <laughs>
2: a little bit except if the rest of her hand was cut off. So it's it's an insane game with really probably the strangest lore they've ever done. Mm-hmm. Um but it's very fun. You get to ride up. It's like it's like um it's like Berserk and Princess Mononoke as a game. <laughs> That's awesome. Okay. Uh it's great. Nice. Uh it's pretty difficult.
0: How big but- are the swords?
2: Well, there's literally the gut sword in the game. Oh, they
0: the real actual gut the sword? The real
2: actual one. Because, Damn, like, nice. M- Mira and Miyazaki were like, he, like, Miyazaki was like, this is my idol. He's like, mm-hmm. the whole reason I'm making anything. Um, and there's like a sort of a memorial where, like, every every area has like a graveyard that's like all just big gut swords. That's nice. like, and then they have like writing that's like in memoriam and stuff. So it's like a big, like, send off. Um,. But then you can actually get the actual gut Sword in this one. There's always sort of been references, but uh, you finally can get like the real one. Nice. Uh, it's awesome.
0: I love big swords. Oh, it's so cool. <laughs> only big ones. I don't like regular size swords. I don't
2: think. Yeah. No. I mean, I want. I. I would only. I'm only interested in swords that I couldn't possibly handle. That nobody could. No, nobody. <laughs> Just taller than you.
0: Like the Cloud Sword
1: is a classic one. Exactly. Right? Oh but yeah. That's
2: definitely inspired by by too. Yeah. yeah. Uh huh.
1: So. Uh, I love yeah, an anime uh, cosplay where you're just like, oh, you look so uncomfortable right now. Yeah. Uh-huh.
2: <laughs> yeah. I found I found someone who makes a gut sword replica for like $300 mm-hmm. and it's like seven feet tall. And it's like, you, I sh- should you shouldn't it. have that.
0: <laughs> you should no get one it should have and that. you should put it above your fireplace. That's <laughs> I what don't I have I, a fireplace. I, that's what I want more than anything is to have like a fireplace that's like <laughs> really like wholesome and cozy and like (laughs) like the real like family hearth and then above it is the (laughs) guts
2: like a european style like or like bricks yeah like a brick fireplace
0: (laughs) with like Like yeah with like a roaring fire like pre-war american yeah yeah yeah, Yeah, yeah. with like with like all the little tools next to it and stuff and like you you know my my son like sitting next to it like cooling himself after coming in from like making a snowman or something and then just above it all the guts sword.
2: (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and the berserk armor in the corner.
0: <laughs> I mean, an like anime the, body pillow just yeah. sitting there in the corner too.
1: <laughs> I mean, what you're describing is basically like the the heaven that uh, someone who liked Ghostbusters Afterlife would live in. You know, yes,
0: absolutely. But we're not quite
1: there. We're not yet. quite. Oh there. no, we're I not, wasn't even trying to do a we segue. We have about I'm seven just...
0: minutes until we're
1: there. Oh yeah. <laughs> are there are there actual? Because I. I, I, it's, it's weird because, uh, no, people can't see it, but I do have a gigantic shelf of Transformers next to me, but oh, they're right. like, uh, you know, they're they're toys. I do have that, but there aren't any kind of like replica things that I would ever want. And I do I do love movies and I love pop culture and stuff. But like, are there big replica bullshit things that you would want? Like, besides I'm not that kidding. Sword? I want the guts. Yeah, I'm actually not <laughs> joking at all. I do want the guts, sort and uh, a,
2: and a fireplace. But really, if yeah. I were
0: gonna do anything, what I'd really want is like a room of. Like the ideal is that I, at some stage of my life, have like a like quote unquote man cave sort of situation <laughs> where the walls are lined with replicas of the biggest swords in anime <laughs> and video games. So I want the gut sword. The squall gun. I, mm. No, I don't want the squall gun. I want the, because squall gun is, it's it's not that big. I'm talking about like it's fucking. It's a
2: pretty big sword. No, the gun it,
0: compared to fucking. No,
2: it's not the cloud sword.
0: Compared to the buster sword, come on. <laughs>
2: okay so yeah i want buster the sword. i want the
0: gut sword i want the buster sword i yeah. want the fucking um the the giant's knife from uh ocarina of time
2: <laughs> oh hell yeah <laughs> there's a um
0: just all big flat wide <laughs> in the
2: swords. in in uh dark souls one there's someone who there's like a character who's called the butcher and mm-hmm. it's just like an eight foot tall butcher knife nice. like it's like the way it's shaped is the same like there the works. ratio is just huge <laughs> um, um yeah, but I I've never been much of a um a statue or like things that just sit and look at it kind of mm. person. Yeah. I like to read. stuff. I mean, you can see my you can see all my stuff in the back. That's like I like books and stuff, but uh if yeah. I, if 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 it can if it comes to like replica stuff, it's going to be clothes.
0: I'm thinking like Interesting. yeah, clothes would be cool. Like I'd want like I'd want like capes and I'm stuff. I'm more interested in like <laughs> art and like like, I love concept art. Okay, sure. Yeah. I'd be really interested in, like, if I was going to, like, get something like that that's, like, a collectible sort of deal, I'd want, like, a like a framed picture of, like, the concept drawings of, like, something from the original Star Wars. Like, mm. the original sketches of, like, different ways that they could have made something look. That fucking broubles. Oh, like a I love
1: art. Yeah. Yeah. Um, are you a Star uh, Wars person, or are you just like me where you grew up with, like, enough nerd pop culture that you like absorbed it through osmosis
0: i i love the first star wars movie and the rest Mm. of it can i can take or leave i did not know that yeah the first uh, new hope is like one of my favorite (laughs) movies of all time (laughs) really but empire strikes back it's all right
1: interesting
0: Return, Return of the, of the Jedi is It's all right, but I actually like <laughs> it better than Empire.
1: <laughs> really? Yeah. Mm.
0: <laughs> no, A New Hope is a perfect movie as far as I'm concerned. But that's neither here nor there. I
2: feel like the thing about Star Wars for me was just that, like, it's this sort of gateway into a type of fun that wasn't really available to me anywhere else as a kid. Like mm-hmm. the collecting of toys right uh was a fun was that was my introduction it was my introduction to role-playing games and collectible card games um like there was a trading card game there was um this weird like mail-in like choose your own adventure with dice thing that yeah it's just like it was my introduction to weird types of fun entertainment that i hadn't really been exposed to. You're talking to. about
1: like the 90s kind of like, okay, we yeah. need to keep the Star Wars brand alive, but we're not making a movie, like exactly. here's right. like expanded right, universe, things like that.
2: Right before, uh, right before the prequels. Right. Yeah.
1: So
0: this is what I was gonna say is like 90s Star Wars fandom, to me, Star Wars always felt like uh, how Green Day is for punk, mm. where <laughs> like, it's it's an easily accessible, easily findable thing that's your first introduction, then to like digging deeper and finding something else. Like the cool thing about like Green Day is that like they're always wearing band T shirts and they're always like naming stuff in their in their liner notes and shit. So y- you go and look up new bands, and then you find yeah. new bands, and then you get into punk, right? It's like and the Star with Wars list. The moment you get into <laughs> Star Wars, you start like looking on like Star Wars fan sites, and they're talking about the extended universe. And you're like, "Ooh, let's check out the extended universe." See what this yeah, is you about. know there
2: was a, um, you know the guy who did Dork. Yeah, but like uh-huh. Evan Dorkin, Evan Dworkin, 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 it, or is it Dworkin or whatever, or Dworkin? yeah, he did like a pilot called like Welcome to Elm, Elmsville or something, like on mm-hmm. Adult Swim, and there, the whole show was just like a bunch of nerds like having a nerd off and just like doing <laughs> trivia to each other, right. and like there was a time when Star Wars knowledge was like as as niche and esoteric as like you know magic or mm-hmm. some other sort, you know, and at this point all of these people just like control the internet. So it's like, it all kind of feels mainstream. Right. But there was a point where like, talking about like, I don't know, Walt's Pogo or like, you know, sort of more underground comics or stuff, you would also be in the same lane. Right. So Star Wars was sort of this like, oh, there's a lot of interesting independent art that was being made. I would Um, even
1: say like almost all media that's like popular now Before 2013, when there was the Disney acquisition, Mm -hmm. um, I would say like I remember Marvel Comics were still fringe, even though like uh, Mm -hmm. even though Captain America was like making millions in the box office.
2: Right, but if you knew who Moloch was, it wasn't like a thing that anyone else knew. Yeah, You know what I mean? Like, oh yeah, it 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 was this like sort of weird, stupid. It had its own culture. And yeah, now yeah. it's just the culture.
1: <laughs> oh yeah, I mean look at Captain Marvel. I mean I remember when they it was like they had the scrolls on the cover yeah. of Entertainment Weekly. I was like, "Are you fucking kidding me? The scrolls?" <laughs> I got thrown down the stairs for thinking the scrolls were cool. <laughs> you well, fucking kids have no idea what it's like.
2: <laughs> you were right. They were right to throw you down because the scrolls Absolutely.
1: suck. <laughs> Someone should throw me down right now. <laughs> Kill me. <laughs> yeah, I'm into it. Do it. Now that it's, <laughs> I'm an adult and it's consensual, please. Yeah,
2: yeah, Please do it, die, throw me, throw me. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Anyway, very briefly before we get into Ghostbusters Afterlife, I watched um, the Hulu original series, Pam and Tommy.
2: Oh, how was that? Okay. okay.
0: Um, yeah. <laughs> I think that the actors are very good. I would be shocked if it was more than okay. It's very interesting. Seth Rogen is very good in it. Um, mm. It's uh, it's the story of the, the Pamela Anderson, Tommy Lee uh, sex tape and um the leaking of it and and it tells a story of it that like I'd never heard before. I only knew it as a tape that just kind of like, got around and shit. Apparently like the origin of it is that like uh there was this carpenter who was working on their house and and Tommy mm-hmm. Lee like stiffed him for like $27,000. God. And like threatened to kill him and all sorts of shit like that and then uh The dude came in and broke in and stole a safe hoping that there would be twenty seven thousand dollars (laughs) in it and there wasn't but there was uh the sex tape which he ends up going on to sell and trying to use that to recoup his money but he doesn't end up making the money back uh and anyway the point is that like this whole story like opens with him you know as the victim and as it goes you're supposed to start being like damn actually like pam and tommy really are the victims here and this guy's kind of a piece of shit for doing that to them and you're like kind of sure yeah uh, he is kind of a piece of shit for doing this to them but like nobody ever <laughs> seems to address like this guy who was stiffed for $27,000 <laughs> <laughs> yeah. that's not a small amount of money at all No and, and there's 90- even a scene in the in the most recent episode where he he reaches out to Tommy to be like look I will stop selling this tape if you just give me the fucking money and make this right and Tommy Lee goes and meets up with him with $27,000 and literally burns it in front of him. And (laughs) you still aren't, like the show still never stops to be like, hey, Tommy Lee's kind of a bad guy. (laughs) (laughs)
2: What about Pamela Anderson? Pamela
0: Anderson is just a pure victim in all this, and it has this sort of like weird sheen to it where like I know that she's like a smarter person than the media gave her credit for, but like they really kind of like they they really juice it up for this <laughs> like it really feels <laughs> like there's there's some sort of like uh uh uh, uh like It feels like a makeup call. It feels like they're trying to be like, look, Pam got it pretty hard in the media for a long time. Let's make her seem like she's extremely smart. She's a genius. Yeah. (laughs) She's like very eloquent. She's like constantly like making really good points and like seeing stuff that nobody else sees and whatever. And like never (laughs) once is there a joke about her being even remotely ditzy. Like she's just this like smart, independent uh, businesswoman. (laughs) like." (laughs) <laughs> it's kind of ridiculous. It's not a great show. It's the person I started watching it because it's the person who made Itanya, and I loved Itania so much. Oh,
2: oh, I never watched that.
0: It's so good, dude. Mm-hmm. It's really, really good. Uh, Pam and Tommy. Okay, uh, you watch it all. There's one episode left. Oh, okay, uh, that's coming out next week. Oh, and they're we'll doing see weekly. how it all wraps up. I hope Seth Rogen gets his fucking money. Is it <laughs> actually a really... uh,
1: a Hulu specific thing or is it a mm-hmm. network thing? Oh, interesting. Yeah, it's a Hulu original series they're pushing pretty hard to start having shows be, that are not network shows uh, come out once a week because apparently like if you binge a television show, you forget it almost instantly and it makes it very unlikely that you're going to watch another season of it. I mean, I don't know if there is a way to do another season of Pam and Tommy, but they are trying very, very hard to start doing like, uh, I have a friend who works on a show that will be coming out on one of the streaming channels and they're fighting for season two to be a once every week show instead of a, you know download yeah. it all at once everybody was trying
0: to like it felt like for a long time there the model was moving just exclusively towards like the binge model of everything comes out all at once and it really feels like in the past two to three years like everybody is just like taking their foot off the gas on that being like hey maybe we try something else <laughs> oh seems, yeah i think the great model that a lot of people are doing now is um putting out like two or three episodes all together at once Mm. And then doing the rest of the season one at a time. You know, so you get those two to three at once so that you can, like, really get yourself, like, really dug in there and be like, all right, I really want to know what happens. It is
2: really important to watch a couple of episodes. Because mm-hmm. if you're going to give it a shot, the first one is usually not enough. Yeah. In my experience, very rarely am I like first episode. I'm definitely coming back.
0: But you know what? Yeah. That's a failure of TV writers in, in modern times. Absolutely. You should be writing fucking badass pilots. That's just like, that's, that's fucking, you know, like yeah. the mm-hmm. 30 Rock pilot. You don't need three episodes of 30 Rock to get into 30 Rock. You see that pilot and you're in, you mm-hmm. know? But
2: Sopranos. Sopranos, Sopranos is like pilot, one of the best pilots uh, I've ever seen.
0: Yeah, but I don't I, even
2: Breaking Bad. I you know I I have big criticisms of the show as it goes along, but like the f- the first episode is incredible. Mm-hmm. One of the best pilots, I think. Um, but yeah, you know the sh-
1: the story of the pilot for uh, the Sopranos, the scene where he's driving around in the car listening to music, trying to hit people. Uh, hit the dude with his car that was not in this script and the director that HBO hired to make the pilot added that in and afterwards were like they were like oh that was such a bad idea you were right we (laughs) should have put that in because it's completely out of character for him
0: (laughs) right it's so yeah it's so like over the top driving the car up on the lawn and shit yeah yeah Yeah. he wouldn't do that yeah
2: yeah anyway I guess don't watch him and Tommy or maybe who cares yeah
0: I mean like listen if you've got nothing else to watch and you need to watch something (laughs) you
2: must watch something if
0: you're just trying to fill an afternoon or whatever (laughs) like I'd give it a crack like why not it's okay the person who plays Tommy is really bad but everybody else is pretty good the person who plays Tommy is
1: uh Bucky Barnes from the Marvel Cinematic Universe yes right uh, oh really yeah what a career himself Yeah, Yeah,
0: he's very bad. Oh, you know what, though? You do see a lot of, the first two episodes, you see a lot of penis. It's crazy how much penis they show for (laughs) a Hulu original series. (laughs) You see Tommy Lee's dick all the time, and it's like, there's one scene that's very funny. His, His dick is like a character in one episode, And it's like talking to him what and so it's like a computer animated penis that like it literally like curls up towards him and like the little pee hole like opens and closes like a little mouth
2: okay what the you should have led with this i know i
0: (laughs) i forgot because the the show gets really stupid and boring after a while Uh, but like the, the first few episodes are sensationally wild like that but the the computer animated penis is voiced by um Jason Manzukis, <laughs> so it's Jason Manzukis talking. to him just like Tommy. You're gonna get us in fucking trouble again, you fucking idiot! Like the dick is the one who's the reasonable one.
2: <laughs> that should have been a, a running thing. I think, yeah, right. If you're that gonna be, make yeah. a talking dick happen. Yeah,
0: exactly. And if you're already gonna take the ratings hit on like having a computer animated talking dick, like mm-hmm. you gotta you, <laughs> you gotta got, give you it gotta, to us every episode.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like um,
0: it's gotta be talking to Tommy about like, listen, man, you know, like pam is an innocent bystander in this maybe you should like maybe you should fucking man up and just pay that guy to make this go away
2: (laughs) yeah it's like uh, just make it the 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 movie uh marquis ever seen that no marquis is like a movie about marquis de Sade, Mm -hmm. but it's all like uh like puppet dog head people and his like dick talks to
1: him nice it's really insane (laughs) yeah talking Uh, dicks are not that uncommon in film
0: (laughs) Yeah, but like a computer animated one with a pee hole mouth, this that's like, crazy.
2: It's <laughs> very at. insane. I'm going to watch it. Now I want to watch oh, it. Oh,
0: uh, uh, Bruno.
1: Bruno. Bruno, thing, yeah.
0: Bruno, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Ooh, Bruno does right. have the little penis, yeah. Um. Anyway, don't watch it, probably. All right. All right. Speaking of stuff you shouldn't watch, <laughs> uh, this week we watched uh, the 2021 slash 2019, I think. No,
2: well, it came out for sure in 2021. Yeah, but it was like November. supposed to come
0: out in 2019. Yeah. Uh, 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 the, the the seminal film.
2: Uh, <laughs> it's the opposite of that. It's Jason Reitman, uh, Ghostbusters Afterlife. Ghostbusters Afterlife, yeah, uh, uh,
0: starring, starring your faves, P- Paul Rudd, <laughs> um,
1: Finn Wolfhard.
2: Wolfhard, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And this was uh, something Drew wanted to watch. So why don't you tell us about why you wanted to watch this?
1: Oh, uh, well, one, it's. Because watching something bad without a reason is a sin in the eyes of the Lord. So that's why (laughs) people make podcasts. That's right. That is true. Jeremy and I listen to fucking Corey uh, Feldman every week. Yes, (laughs) And jump to the
2: Core is a great album.
1: Yeah, it's it's, (laughs) uh, ruined my life. Uh, (laughs) the, The reason I wanted to watch this was actually because I... I, I've been thinking about it for a while because I saw The um, the Matrix uh, when it first came out. I was very excited for it, even though the trailer looked bad. I was like, well, it's a Matrix movie. They can't screw it up. Resurrections? And Resurrections. One of the worst movies I've ever seen. Oh, oh okay. get oh, out of here. We like it. The, Th- we
0: are a pro-Resurrections podcast. No, sure. no, no, no. Yeah.
1: Good. Well, the, the, we don't have to talk about that movie, but the re- one of the things that I hated about it, besides the fact that it looked like dog shit because it looks like a Netflix show, <laughs> again, like... Hmm. All these movies,
2: I'll give you that. Yeah, it looks
1: worse. It's a very bad movie, looking movie. But one of the things that I noticed, uh, and I've been thinking about it a lot lately, is that there's this move in culture, you know, major Hollywood productions uh, to be nostalgic for yourself. Mm -hmm. And I'm sure I don't really know where that started. Uh, I I, I became. (laughs) where Where do you think it started?
2: I mean I I would say that it started with the uh, Spider-Man.
1: Which Spider-Man movie?
2: The first one.
0: <laughs> the first which one?
2: The very first Sam Raimi Spider-Man.
0: Oh, interesting. Yeah. yeah. Oh, wait, I want to hear I, this. I actually curious. yes. Okay, I can I can see that a little bit because mm. that one has the um It has it is it is the first
2: uh shouldn't Make make sure I don't say any ableist slurs. Uh, it is the first. Uh, <laughs> it, it is it is the first eruption of nerdgasm. Okay. That I can recall in my life.
1: How dare you say before- that to for people who don't have prostates and cannot yeah. ejaculate? <laughs> uh,
2: before, because uh, you can kind of uh, you can kind of lay it at the feet of the prequels. Um, And you can kind of put it in uh, the Lord of the Rings. But I think that's a
0: little after. Yeah, no, I don't think so. I think because...
2: I, and it's also like Lord of the Rings are, isn't
0: isn't nostalgic for anything. Like it's 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 it's, it's, creating its own, like I there's way more people I think who are fans of Lord of the Rings because of the movies than because of the books. Yeah,
2: right. And I and I think that there's there were people who were really big. I mean, I was friends with a lot of them who mm-hmm. were you know big Lord of the Rings nerds who knew Elvish and like you know were excited for the movies and went on the first day. Yeah. Um, but it was more of a big spectacle thing that. Stood outside for itself. Yeah, Star Wars.
0: Star Wars prequels. I would even argue, like they they definitely do give you some element of like, hey, here's R two D two, here's the pause and the music so everybody can cheer in the theater. Like they do do that. Yeah, but at the same time, like they bombard you with like new New, guys, new (laughs) ships, new everything, and it's like R two D two is like barely in it by the end of the like.
2: Right, and Star Wars. uh, Excuse me, Spider Man One felt like uh, uh, opposed to X-Men because X-Men was like you know we got to figure out how to make these superheroes for popular audiences we got to figure out how to make these stories for you know mm. we got to make them dark we got to make them great so Spider-Man 1 is the first one that is like this is for the nerds yeah, who he's read in this the costume
0: shit. they sing the Spider-Man song like everything it like yeah. Mary Jane is a redhead, you know, it, it, everything about it is like it's it's what you wanted. It's you it's know it's you the only hear. problem in it is that they made the Green Goblin the like a Power Ranger guy. But and people were angry, that's what but, everybody was mad about. That's exactly what everybody was upset about. Right, but people
2: you know, you could say make the argument even at the time that there was comics where he was sort of like that. Mm-hmm. Um and, you know, it, it that the, that movie and what Sam Raimi brought to that that series I think was like nerd love that was hyper referential, mm-hmm. hyper like, let's give you little like nerd treats. Mm-hmm. Of- and, and
0: and it being the beginning of this makes sense because those are also the best ones. Those are, <laughs> sure. those yeah. are well, by far, the, the first two Sam Raimi Spider-Man are the best of the nostalgia driven uh, superhero. Well,
2: they're very genuine. Yeah. You know, yeah. They're, they're somebody who really loved the material and wanted to make that feeling earnestly mm-hmm. and wasn't trying to hit you with dopamine callbacks f- cynically,, mm-hmm. uh, which is how they're all structured now. but yeah. I think that's the blueprint
1: that's I could my... see that i would I well, would agree what do that. you think well I, I I'm not actually sure. I know how we got to where we are right now, which is very much like the prequels have mm-hmm. so little fan service other that they have the what I think is like the true fan service. like you don't need to show. Chewbacca playing a game of whatever that fucking chess is I think it's literally space chess yeah space chess you don't (laughs) have to show literally what it's called (laughs) yeah but they spell it weird like I don't think they do (laughs) I mean another music in Star Wars is called jizz so it's it's like the jizz wailers yeah yeah but you know like the fact that it is a star wars movie is the fan service the fact that they're giving you the thing that you want is the fan service and but those original prequels yeah you see r2d2 it is a prequel so you have to see where they started but it doesn't Mm -hmm. really add any new concept and it doesn't like reflect upon the fact that this thing exists and people are super duper excited to see the thing that they already saw again and again and again. And that's why you have that full one eighty, which is like the new Star Wars movies are just what if we did the old movie again, but diverse. I would say
2: those are the (laughs) Right. Yeah, Yeah,
1: and Ghostbusters Afterlife
0: I feel like is is more in that spirit, right, of the of the you know what it is? So last week I saw um, the new Scream movie, uh, Scream Five, uh, aka Scream, aka Five Cream. Uh, it <laughs> it uh, and 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 the concept of of it is uh, it's a commentary on this type of movie, right? The sequel, the some, this, the soft reboot or requel, right? The idea of you're doing a like sequel, you know, but you're really rebooting the franchise, but you can't really reboot because nobody wants a reboot. So you do a sequel <laughs> or, or to the did, story that is... Or we did one
2: less than five years ago. <laughs> right, right,
0: yeah. Uh, so so you're doing kind of a little bit of both and a little bit of neither. And after watching Ghost Versus Afterlife, I've I've revised already my opinion of, of Scream 5 uh, to say that it's actually very, very good. Oh, that's and, cool. And <laughs> uh, the stuff that they're pointing out in it is like so on on the money for what's great is it's it's more than horror movies this time it's like it's it's a much broader cultural thing that's happening with Mm -hmm. the way that nostalgia is being used in these things so for folks at home who have not seen ghostbusters afterlife who've been living in a cave for three years as they've (laughs) as they've uh, tried to promote this movie that never came out uh ghostbusters afterlife is a movie about Um, a blonde woman with inexplicably Jewish kids, (laughs) Uh, she's she's unable to pay her rent and she gets evicted from her house and she has to go live at her grandpa's spooky ranch uh, that's in the middle of the (laughs) desert.
2: A plot point that is made for no reason.
0: She's poor for no reason. Oh, they needed to motivate her. move, But they could have just done like a, hey, your grandpa died, and she's like, oh, great, cool, let's just go. Yeah. But they needed to motivate, I guess, why they had to stay. The point is, she has to go out to the desert to live at her grandpa's spooky ranch because she's out of money, her grandpa just died, uh, and she brings her her Jewish kids with her, (laughs) and. (laughs) Her 12-year-old daughter,
1: who is also perfectly a 50-year-old Jewish man. It's incredible casting.
0: And, and and what you're going to want to look out for in this is just the bubbling over charisma of her uh, over it son and her autistic daughter <laughs> who just have zero chemistry with anybody they interact with because they're both just like playing it down-the-middle, passionless. So, like, nothing really ever... Like, I guess they're supposed to be, like, Egon, but, like, Egon was charismatic. No, the only
1: passion in this movie is from Paul Rudd, who saw the other three movies. Yeah, uh (laughs) (laughs)
3: uh-huh.
1: So so they move out to the
0: desert, and uh, they're all sad, and then they start seeing, like, ghosty shit and whatever, and then, like, they uncover some artifacts of grandpa who surprised, is Egon nobody's surprised the, it's Egon Spengler you see Egon at the beginning of the movie you know it's Egon and then later on when this blonde woman with her Jewish kids you're like why are they Jewish of course she has a Jew in her family it's Egon yeah the point it, it you know it's not really they kind of play it like it's supposed to be a bit of a twist but you knew from the get-go that it's egon's kids
2: this movie is paid by numbers like there's yeah no, even there's nothing they're...
0: surprised me in this movie even a little bit
1: <laughs> no <laughs> it's not even Uh, a movie it's just a series of scenes that are designed to lead you to the very end which is that all of the living ghostbusters are there and they look like they're in pain standing up (laughs) they really do yeah
2: they um so so yeah the what you find out is that at some point they did their jobs too well they they (laughs) they captured all of the ghosts yeah um and i guess this was actually really considering how obvious this movie is the actual story of what happened before the movie uh is pretty confusing i think what's implied here and correct me if i'm wrong is that egon found out that the creatures that they fought in the first movie were now in the middle of this desert for some reason yeah and he had to move out there and keep away from his family to keep his family safe to I guess, fight against them coming back or like to contain yeah, them Yeah, there's
0: like a portal to hell or something yeah, yeah. like that that he's got to protect. They, they, there's like a mine shaft involved yeah. in it somehow. Like, but they said that the mineshaft's been closed since the 40s, so I don't know. Like,
1: Everything that he, you said is correct. They just never explained why he couldn't call. Yeah, yeah, why he
0: was a weird asshole. What, you can't
2: call? (laughs) (laughs) You don't say hello?
1: Why he had to Uh, abandon his family for a Simpsons-esque built-in board of photos of his daughter.
2: Right. Also, what also doesn't make any sense is uh, that he... um, Nobody knows that ghosts exist in this universe, yes. even though nine eleven of ghosts happened.
0: Yeah, yeah. And, yeah. and it it's was, all on YouTube. On you YouTube. can go look it up. <laughs> Everybody
2: know that this huge cultural moment where people probably died Cause happened. Because
0: th- they really make certain of this that, like, because she watches the Ghostbusters commercial on YouTube, right yeah, from which, the first movie, which is—I uh, will say—I paused it because I wanted to be a snarky little bitch about this and be like, "Ooh, the resolution is t- the, the resolution <laughs> is actually realistically poor." So I'm I'm giving them that. Uh, yeah, they
2: they did a good job with the callback stuff.
0: But they but she's watching the commercial, but then in the side panel of the recommended videos (laughs) you can see one of them is like uh uh like raw footage of the marshmallow man fucking up manhattan and you're like are you kidding me (laughs) this fucking little girl is just like I don't believe in ghosts I think we're just meat puppets and you're like you can watch on YouTube you dumb bitch (laughs) yeah you're supposed to be a genius
2: like you know everything about every science field yeah it's
1: funny too because they also very very much don't want to address uh, Ghostbusters 2 for some reason because I watched Mm -hmm. this movie with my friend Steve who like historically enjoys things and I hate things so I thought it'd be fun if we did it together (laughs) and even he was just like are they not gonna talk about the fucking statue of liberty dancing what the fuck yeah,
2: <laughs> yeah. are they also not going to talk about how ghostbusters franchised and was like a successful company and like everybody knows that ghosts exist like yeah it just it's very strange and then so they get there but mm-hmm. why couldn't he just yeah call and be like hey there's a bunch of ghosts i'm doing the job the thing i'm rich for yeah
0: you know the thing that i'm famous for doing yeah, yeah. uh
2: that it, it, the thing about it is like it it goes to such lengths to show every single thing from the first movie that you remember, you remember it, right? We yeah. all love to see it. Look um, at the
0: little marshmallow guy. Look at
2: the marshmallows. It's not slime. It's blue Muncher now. It's who's, Muncher. I have to say, adorable. Best part. Of I the love movie. Muncher. Everybody uh, and I, Muncher. I
0: also love. I gotta say. I gotta say. I was annoyed that the marshmallow guys were there, but I love the physics. They're
2: so cute. The yeah. physics oh, on them yeah. is great.
0: When the little one like falls over and he gets up He's and you see the, the little bl- dots, <laughs> that's fantastic. It's great. They are. Way too bright, though. Did you notice that uh-uh. they're they're colored so unreasonably bright compared to they're everything like that they're around? Oh, yeah. oh,
1: I mean, if you want to get into like the the DP of it all, like that Walmart <laughs> Please, scene,
0: loves penetrate it. me.
1: <laughs> Broke's at home. DP is director of photography, <laughs> aka guy who uh, tells the best boy to move the lights. Um, it's a cinematographer. Yeah, the uh, the 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 walmart scene i mean god there's so many things that i want to talk about first so the just, walmart
0: scene i feel like we we have to spend some time on yeah
1: let's we'll come back to walmart i want to talk about two things real quick one just as a quick throwaway this movie is full of so many fucking clichés like every line is a cliché every scene thing is a cliché like it's the most hack simple premise but well, man was... we're like two years away from it being like not considered woke to have a nondescript uh eastern european landlord that evicts a family <laughs>
2: <laughs> like he, oh yeah that's gonna happen this month yeah yeah, yeah <laughs> exactly I was, support I was, ukraine yeah
1: man <laughs> don't give peters uh, don't give peter parker cookies
2: right i was gonna say that that you know it it spends so much like meticulous time trying to make sure you hit every single beat from the first movie i mean not beat but like thing that's in the first movie yeah You, you got the traps you got the ecto blaster or whatever um But they forgot to, like, write a story. It's the laziest fucking story I've ever seen. Yeah, It it has nothing to do with the tone of Ghostbusters. And honestly, it was so infuriating to keep hearing the music from the original Ghostbusters that they use the exact same score uh, for scenes that do not make any sense. Because they make sense if you're a, you know, 20-something SNL dropout who's, like, you know, bantering with your friends to hear that sort of like, but if you're just like a weird, precocious asshole teen mm-hmm. with a podcast, like, taking oh the, my god the desert very serious. sorry <laughs> folks
0: i must <laughs> it doesn't I, make any sense i must tell you this because i i must insist that nobody who's listening to this podcast go and watch this movie don't watch if it. you have not watched this movie you probably don't know this that there is a podcaster in this movie and this podcaster's name is podcast <laughs> are you fucking kidding me <laughs>
1: who also doesn't have podcasting mike he clearly borrowed uh a he's, sure he's, shotgun he's, mic from a, a fucking and sound saying, guy
0: like, every time he's rolling he says speeding you don't yeah. say that on a podcast podcasters don't say speeding it's like the yeah. guys
2: who wrote uh fucking only murders in the building wrote this movie yeah <laughs> it's just like what is a podcast yeah. actually
0: we just don't know Let's deep deep understanding guy. of the medium on display here
1: well okay so this is the big point this is speaking of understanding the medium this is the reason why i wanted to watch this movie why mm. i have my my cat just knocked over something jesus christ oh you knocked over a <laughs> lens <laughs> We're cat. not
2: editing this out. I uh, know it's cool.
1: Uh, it's actually a Russian lens, so she's she's doing good. She's she's, she's showing doing, the Ukraine that we care. Showing solidarity with
0: Ukraine. A Leica?
1: No, no, Leicas oh. are German. This is a uh, oh um, shit. No, you're fine. Uh, I'm not getting any yeah, of this. Dumb bitch. <laughs> uh, yep.
2: That's what I learned at film school. Yeah, Leicas were Russian.
1: What I learned in film school is concentrated editing, and you'll always have work. And it turns out they were right. But the thing that I really want to talk yeah, about—yeah, should have done that. Yeah, uh, the so. I don't have any nostalgia for ghostbusters i watched it as a child and it was nobody does well yes literally
2: no one does literally
1: (laughs) no you're the reason why people have nostalgia for ghostbusters is they don't have nostalgia for ghostbusters the movie they have nostalgia for ghostbusters the toys that were sold afterwards for some reason because in the 80s (laughs) yeah because
2: it was eighties. yeah
1: well the 80s the reagan famously like got rid of any law that said like uh you cannot have commercials in children's shows. And that's why you have, you know, Transformers, which is the thing that I love. You have (laughs) He-Man, G.I. Joe that are basically 30-minute commercials for these toy lines. And what happened was they did that to R-rated movies because no one cared about the rating system then, and you would take your kids to see Ghostbusters the same way that they made a Rambo animated series when it's a serious movie about...
0: Like Terminator toys and stuff like that. Even
1: before Terminator, you have Robocop, which is a political satire about Reaganomics being turned into a (laughs) children's Saturday morning cartoon so the Ghostbusters is a comedy about working-class schlubs who just happen to be paranormal investigators it's essentially you know like it, it is a Saturday Night Live sketch as it's a movie. just an
2: excuse to do like go sucked my dick jokes.
1: exactly and it, <laughs> yeah. it just so happened that they had really good special effects which makes it you know uh, of a of a comedy that's rememberable more rememberable and then someone was mm-hmm. like hey that green guy who's a bad guy what if we made him cute and sold it as a toy and we also sold a high c, c. Yeah. exactly exactly <laughs> yeah so like there's no way to Take both of those things and make them work together, which is why they ignored Ghostbusters 2, where they're talking about kind of like franchising and the commercial part of it and making money because they're they're so contradictory of each other. So you this movie is nostalgic for toys. It's not nostalgic for the original movie. And every time that they try to do that, it fails. And that's why the the Walmart scene is the best part of the movie and the worst part of the movie.
0: Right. (laughs) So so. Right before the big climax of the movie, which I have to say, I completely zoned out. For I didn't really rem- like when all this shit started going down. You start seeing like the murder dogs and like the lady it's and whatever. Yeah. And I'm shit. just like, I just was like, I don't really care. Fuck this. Whatever. Yeah. Of <laughs> like, course. Just get us to get us to the fucking cameo already. You know, <laughs> like I know it's coming. Yeah. Just get us there. Uh, but so right before this all kicks off. Paul Rudd is uh, on a late night little trip to a Walmart and um, it is one of the most like sinister displays of product placement I've ever seen in a movie (laughs) like just so utterly shameless to just show you every brand that's in that fucking Walmart to have the little monsters interact with every single thing in there, like I we got paid for every single part of this. Just yeah. like the, the the little marshmallow dude is in a blender so that you can see the logo on the blender. Like <laughs> yeah. the, the monster dog is like eating the dog food so you can see the Alpo logo. Like <laughs> so how many fucking, <laughs> how many goddamn logos were in this little sequence? And then finally, after Paul Rudd gets chased out by the monster dog, we are treated to the widest, wide shot of the yeah. Walmart facade you could ever imagine. <laughs> yes.
1: <laughs> and specifically inside the Walmart, they, it is lit like a commercial. Because if it was a movie, if it was like a normal movie, they would allow someone to have light from overhead. It puts shadows yeah. under your eyes. Paul Rudd would look sleepy. Like, everybody in Walmart looks like they want to die. There is no shadows. Go back and watch that scene. Yeah, no, it, it is looks, the least it's, contrasty. It's the brightest Walmart yeah. in America. It looks, yeah.
2: it looks like he's in Minority Report. All of a
1: sudden, it's just supposed to make you feel comfortable in a Walmart. And even though for yeah. some reason they keep propane in their grills in Walmart, which could explode in the fucking in matrix second, loading room. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> it's funny because you can kind of imagine this scene in an in original Ghostbusters like. You can imagine how like yellow and dirty, like a puppet dog eating alpo off of the supermarket floor, mm-hmm. like would look and would be normal, <laughs> like in a yeah. Gremlins. Like I feel like there's a scene like this in Gremlins or Gremlins Two. Right. Yeah. Uh, and it's just like it looks so awful. Like it just it just makes you feel like you're tasting ashes. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> um, yeah. it, it, it's just annoying how this kind of thing feels like. It's a cargo cult where they're just like, Marvel worked. And so everybody just sits and puts on the bamboo headphones or whatever. And is like, you'll like this. You'll eat this, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you remember, you love it.
0: You love the ghostbusters. You love the ghostbusters. You love when you, you were a them. child you loved busting yeah. ghosts. <laughs> and that's why that's why all the characters in this are children and the adults are barely around. <laughs> and when they are around they're just failing you. Yes. And yeah. it's and we All the char- that's this, this was like the most disturbing thing about the movie for me was that all of the characters are kids and they're surrounded by this weird like like as if you weren't already completely signaled like this is a nostalgia movie, you know, like this is for you to feel nostalgic. They're like, also everybody's a kid, so you can feel like you're a kid again. And also, everything in this town is like a charming happy days 50s thing. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Yeah. it's so sick. It's (laughs) like, it, it is the most nauseating experience I think I've had in a nostalgia driven movie of just like everything in it is just so clearly signaled to you like, you're supposed to feel, like, young.
2: You're young. You're young, and things aren't bad right now. Things are great. You don't yeah. have to worry about rent.
0: Drink the ecto-cooler.
2: Yeah. <laughs> Drink the
1: ecto-cooler. We're diverse. The sheriff is black, and a young white lesbian is going to point a gun at him. him I, Where do I know him
0: from? Where do I know the was thinking from? That. God damn it, man. I looked at his fucking Wikipedia page, and I'm looking through it, and I'm like, I don't know you Who from anywhere, but I know this guy. Who is he? I don't know. <laughs> God damn it. He's in 3,000 <laughs> Miles to Graceland, but I don't think that's where I know him from.
2: you seen that movie? Yeah. I've definitely not seen that movie. Oh, I've
0: seen it a couple times.
2: <laughs> is it good? No. Oh, okay. No, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't think so.
1: Oh, no. he's, he's Shocker in Spider-Man Homecoming. Yeah, I uh, don't
0: but, but no. a.
1: <laughs> oh, first of all, I haven't that's seen that. Oh, he's <laughs> in Black Dynamite oh
0: dynamite. really oh it's
1: good god damn it who is he
2: <laughs> well Fuck. um yeah so then they they go through and they finally
0: oh yeah so get the, to the, the
2: point where she calls up dan Aykroyd and is like hey my grandfather died he's like oh that's a shame uh, and then tells her the whole story about yeah. what happened and then uh, Winston and Dan Aykroyd and Bill Murray show up <laughs> to save the day at the <laughs> to, end to to pr- to make you remember that Bill Murray is effortlessly funny and charming, mm-hmm. even old, even having nothing to do with this movie, and and just make you remember that this was a sh- this was a movie about being funny, yeah, and you haven't laughed
0: once. Yeah, how <laughs> weird th- is that tonal <laughs> shift? It's so weird when they show up and you're like, oh, this
1: is what the tone of Ghostbusters is. It is is they... like
0: three dudes just fucking dicking around with yeah. each other.
1: How weird is it when they show up? I wish they showed the bus ride from fucking yeah. New York City to. <laughs> How did they get there? How did it happen? They probably <laughs> went in Winston Zedmore's fucking helicopter because or that. private that, jet or that whatever. That last scene in the movie, I mean, the, the end, and end, end credits is one of the weirdest things I've ever wait, seen. Wait, what in happened? There's oh, after credit thing?
2: Oh, oh, one of the most insane things oh, I've ever what seen. Oh, a, what a
0: fucking noob move for me. I didn't, <laughs> I didn't wait till the end of the credits.
2: Well, you're Probably very fed up at
0: this point. <laughs> I really was just like <laughs> speeding to the. End.
1: <laughs> I watched the end credits because I was waiting to see if they were gonna do like a modern band covering the Ghostbusters song, and of course no, they oh, did. What they do is yeah, yeah.
2: worse. Yeah, which is what they do is they get a new custom theme song about like this like sounds like Ariana Grande yep. shit, yeah. like being like ghosts in your house or whatever, and it <laughs> fucking sucks. Yeah, but I have had the Ray Parker Jr. song stuck in my head all day. Because of that's in the movie. That's the best song the in the world.
1: One quick thing about- <laughs> no. uh, Wait, so it, what's the after credit scene? The after credit scene is they, so there's the mid credit scene where they give Sigourney Weaver a credit and then they didn't cut to- didn't see that either. I yeah. just
0: I literally, the moment they, because they show the Brooklyn Bridge yeah. and then do the Ghostbusters, which is, what the fuck was that? Yeah, about? why is that why? in the movie? They why? Just like, they're, they're in the middle of like the fucking desert and then out of nowhere, there's like, by the way, the Brooklyn Bridge and here's the ghost <laughs> And we're somewhere. out. No. <laughs> and the moment I saw that logo, I was like, boop, close. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> so so they do the credits. It's great. They do. So the, mid, we have a middle credit scene. What the mid credit that? scene That's...
1: is? They're doing the credits. Then they show Sigourney Weaver's name in the credits, and they let it sit long enough for you to go. Wait, Sigourney Weaver wasn't in this movie. And then it cuts <laughs> to Sigourney Weaver and Bill Murray playing the the game from the first one, where they're trying to guess what it says on a card, and Bill Murray admits and he shocks the boys, symbols. and he's cheating. Mm. And it only exists as like fan service it's, to the first movie to remind you that it existed in case you didn't it's know. And imply
2: that they're like married now and yeah. they're like just fucking around for some reason oh, with the whole Yeah.
1: And
2: and it's like that scene is like, "Oh yeah, two reasonably funny actors like having banter." Yeah. Oh, the thing that you would want from a from a from a Ghostbusters movie not in the movie, just no. in the post credit sequence and that lasts for about, you know, a full minute and then they move on. And then you get this weird like Commercial for your alma mater from Winston, where he's like, "I made my own money. I had a good. T- what, what is what is happening he, in that? And he's so, just like, I'm a businessman. Yeah, Dan
1: Aykroyd <laughs> says first off, he says that uh, Winston Zedmore does finance instead of finance because he went <laughs> back to Canada, I guess, in between movies. <laughs> um, and so Winston Zedmore apparently is super rich, and he bankrolls uh, everybody's career because he does unnamed mm. finance and. One of the things that he did is he apparently that line about how they tore down the firehouse and it's a Starbucks was probably just improvised because there it is at the very end. And (laughs) Winston Zedmore has driven the Act 01 all the way back to New York from Oklahoma and There's the firehouse and in the basement where the illegal nuclear reactor is, it's still there and the ghosts are still there. And there's going to be a sequel as long as everybody consents to having CGI likenesses because they'll be dead before it comes out.
2: (laughs) 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 Which is so insane. We haven't even mentioned that, is that Harold Ramis is a CGI replica of himself, a dead man. A a Uh, dead
0: human man uh, is CGI replicated into this movie. And shows
2: up and they can't even they don't give him a voice and it's like i it looks like him and there's a couple of shots where it's like oh that looks like a guy yeah which is more creepy i think do you know how they did that
1: that's ivan reitman standing in for his friend who is also jason reitman's dad who directed the first two ghostbusters who also died Mm -hmm. recently and now actually is a ghost
2: yeah (laughs) (laughs) they're both ghosts yeah and and so yeah but he doesn't speak so he's just like Look, looking at them like uh, he wants to say sorry, but can't. But there's no like yeah. even script explanation for why that would be. Like he can move stuff, they can touch him, but he yeah. can't talk for some reason.
1: When did Harold Ramis die? Twenty thirteen. Oh,
0: that long ago.
1: Yeah. Damn. I still had hair. Uh,
0: so it's so. I think that Harold Ramis dying is probably the worst thing that happened to this movie (laughs) i think i think ultimately you have the pieces in place for what could have been a okay movie i think it would have it still would have been bad and weird and and you know the nostalgia wank fest that it is but at the very least you could have had like a a reasonable story in place and the problem with this movie the biggest problem for me that i kept coming back to throughout is that you have this fantastical world of ghosts and demons and the dead rising from the ground and 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 you know confirmation of an afterlife confirmation of of death not being the end and like all the implications <laughs> that come along <laughs> yeah, yeah, with yeah. that and all anybody wants to talk about, all anybody cares about is whether or not Harold Remus was a good guy. That's all (laughs) anybody wants to fucking talk about, is like, was Grandpa Egon a decent dude? Did he abandon the family on purpose? how can we how can we learn more to to prove once and for all that he wasn't a bad guy yeah.
2: <laughs> that even though he'd never called us for some reason uh yeah but not- why is
0: that all anybody cares but nobody responds to ghosts at all in this movie which <laughs> yeah is bananas
2: well they're scared at first and then immediately as soon as yeah. it's like oh it's a ghost then we're just gonna capture it Get like <laughs>
0: fucking so weird
2: it's very bizarre but especially considering this was a cynical movie about like leveraging you know a service in the face of like to make money yeah <laughs> like there's all these like weird political elements of the original ghostbusters it's a very cynical funny movie uh, and it's just like not dealt with at all but they introduce, like, this whole weird, like, heaviness of death. Yeah. Which is not really dealt with in Ghostbusters 1 and 2. No. So why do that? And, and it it made me like the 2016 reboot even more. Yeah. Which is at least a movie that is just trying to be funny. Yes. And you can argue that it isn't, even though I laughed way more than I did in this movie. <laughs> I laughed way
1: more um, than I did in Ghostbusters 1984.
2: <laughs> Ghostbusters isn't that funny. No. I mean there's some funny stuff in it funny. but it's like it's it's nice to look at in a couple places but mm-hmm. it's yeah it's not a great movie
0: <laughs> but a, yeah ultimately lady ghostbusters is a better movie than this yes for
2: sure uh-huh, a thousand percent and, it's and, a fine
0: it's a f- comedy it's a fine movie it's very stupid i don't like it very much but it's much better than this yes <laughs> and yeah.
1: you know that we're the only people who think this but i am full agreement with you and that's all i could think the whole time was like somebody just throw a pile already
0: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> make a joke
1: about poop
0: have some fucking fun. Don't make it a plot point that the one person who tells a joke
1: ever isn't good at telling jokes.
2: What is that about? That's not funny.
1: To show that she's on the spectrum, I guess. But it's like, that's the thing (laughs) about this movie that, like, I... I I know, they are too chicken shit to even say she's on the spectrum. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) The whole movie's chicken shit, because the whole thing... The thing that drives me crazy, the thing that I hate about this movie, and the thing that I hate about the new Star Wars, and the thing that I hate about any kind of, like let's do something that existed already is this idea that everything that's already been done is pure and perfect and still exists there's no such thing as a throwaway and everything is precious to the point where he has to have the crunch bar rapper still in his pocket because that (laughs) fucking changed his life when that joke that was clearly ad-libbed by fucking uh um uh what's his name the guy who beats his wife and everybody loves even though bill murray bill murray thank you <laughs> uh, hey Bill Murray. Uh, even though Bill Murray clearly was just like fucking with him on camera and they kept it in, like it becomes this precious thing. It's the same thing how, in like in the Han Solo movie, you have to find out what his blaster means to him. It can't just have bought a gun, he can't right. just, yeah, yeah, yeah. Can't just be is, the thing, you know. Shit
2: is sacred, yes. If once it is in the original text, yes. of you know, the movie that you love, it is now unchangeable, yeah, sacred beha- And you know, it's so funny because. Like, I, I, um, I'm um, i going to shout out one of my favorite podcasts. Uh, it's called Death is Just Around the Corner. And he has recently had a three-episode series about why he hates nostalgia. Mm-hmm. And, like, as a concept, he lays out the fact that nostalgia is necessarily subtractive to reality. Like, it's not like... It's not like a nice thing about youth or the past it's it is a like glorification and like spiritualization of a of a fake past yeah and that's that's really what the problem is is that these are nostalgic properties and not respectful properties they're not they're not some they're not continuations of things that you like it is simply like over reverential copies of the yes. things that you liked right um and and it's funny because it's not like people are incapable of making good updates to things. Like I think the Mandalorian is a really good example of something that like pretty much does away with that, where it's mm. like let's take what you do like, which is the mood, which is the adventure, yeah. which is the world, which is
0: the cool costume.
2: Yeah, the 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 designs and And then just like make new worlds and new adventures out of those things. Yeah, They didn't even make it Boba Fett at first. And that was, I was just thinking about that the other day that like, it's not even Boba Fett. It's some other guy and we're going to make you love him because we're going to write a good story with these tools. You even a fucking soulless evil corporation like Disney is able to like, let that seep out. Um, And nobody wants to learn the lesson that you just have to write something that no. you care about <laughs> yeah well you know, i mean
1: there's no direct to there's no like dollar direct like a movie so they can take a chance on a television show but that is my least favorite part of the mandalorian is anytime that they go back to the old shit i love all mm-hmm. the new stuff i love when it's weird i love when it's a co- comedian cast as a serious person for no reason Bill but the Burr's second they're like show. yeah yeah the second they're like hey look it's that guy who was in that movie 40 years ago i hate it i hate it
2: yeah yeah i mean it's like I think that, that that show does it the most tastefully of, like, basically any property yeah. currently. But I, I agree. It's like, ugh, I don't need to see, like, age-down Mark Hamill here. Like, this, yeah. it, it it's like, I don't, I don't, I don't need it because all of this other stuff where he's fighting a whole episode of fighting a space spider yeah. is great. I, I, <laughs> I'm enjoying this fun sci-fi show. I don't need weird cgi mark Hamill. <laughs> yeah
0: on the topic of of star wars like each passing year and each like further continuation and iteration of the you know the soft reboot requel thing i feel like sheds a finer and 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 more positive light on the the ryan johnson star wars movie the the whichever last, one that was, jedi. last jedi yeah like Say what you will about the movie. It is messy. It is a piece of shit in a lot of ways.
2: <laughs> yeah, for sure.
0: It It is a big, you know, over-the-top turkey in a lot of ways. But the fact that it opens with luke skywalker i was just thinking of it for like the talking about han solo getting the blaster and the, like yeah. it's special to him and whatever and like the fact that it opens with with her like giving luke his his iconic lightsaber and then he just throws it, it off the fucking cliff <laughs> that's the fucking attitude i, I man. literally <laughs>
1: said that yesterday as i was show, as i was watching this movie i was like that is that was my favorite thing in the, the entire Star Wars universe is when he does that. And then this yeah. movie is like the first time that they ever do closeups of the proton pack because it's special and don't ever forget that the yeah. proton yeah, pack is it. what and they it's even all so far about. As have,
0: Paul Rudd just says, oh my God, look, yeah. a fucking <laughs> proton pack. Yeah, <laughs> I love it. Uh, I love these. Do you remember these? <laughs> These are all, like, I'm not even really, like... We're not exaggerating. I'm not even exaggerating. He's basically saying, do you remember proton packs? No,
2: you're a child. Uh, Why are we making this movie? Who is this for? Uh,
1: Who is it for? And (laughs) Ghostbusters is a movie that was for adults, and then it somehow became a children's property through the transitive properties of being able to mass-produce plastic (laughs) toys that were really fun. (laughs)
2: Of cashing in.
1: Yeah, you know, um, they only but- show two ghosts sorry, they, they only show two ghosts in that big scene where the ghosts are freaking out and destroying this town. And the two ghosts that they show, one is the cab ghost from the first movie. Yeah,
2: but dressed like a miner. But for dressed some like reason. a minor for
1: some reason <laughs> that they never explored. And two, it's the the first Ghostbusters like toy that wasn't a movie character, and it was a toy of a purple ghost that shot its eyeball with the,
2: out. With the one eye yeah. Yeah.
0: incredible.
1: Yeah.
2: Um yeah, but I mean, even the lightsaber throwing it off—it's—it's—it's it's, it's a message like yes. that. That's not—that's not even writing a good thing. Like I res- sure.
0: Well, in that, in I that, respect that, it as a message. Though in that instance, though, <laughs> he was kind of backed into that corner because the movie before closed with her handing him the lightsaber. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so at the very least, it's it's it is a message, but it it is like he kind of had to do something
1: with it because it's like. I set you up, here it is. Yeah, but I I love Asshole Luke, and if they had done Asshole Egon, it would have been cool, but the way that they did it, it had to be a redemption story because the dude's dead. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I mean, the real dude, not the character. Yeah, see, yeah, yeah.
0: Uh, but also the character. Also but, the character. Um, he's dead. So uh this movie sucked uh pretty bad. This movie um, not
2: only sucks, it's it's it it is what feels like the end game of the concept of nostalgia. And it's hard to imagine it getting worse, but you know it will because it this will. movie made its money back. Did it? It made almost as much money as the twenty sixteen Ghostbusters. The ghost the twenty sixteen Ghostbusters made I think $200 million off of like a $170 million budget. This mm. made like 160 but it only cost 70
3: Ooh!
0: So
2: yeah. it actually made its box office money like way back and it was like a COVID blockbuster. Damn. Um,
0: but everybody hated it.
2: Yeah, nobody no, liked it. No, but... you're
1: wrong. C- reviewers hated it or uh, <laughs> professional critics hated critics, it. Critics, yeah. It has a very, very high Rotten Tomatoes rating. Really? Yeah.
2: Because it's not... It is not unwatchable. You know, as a kid's movie, it's like fine, I suppose. It it has like beats. And I assume if you are a kid, it's like got the fun ghosts that you might want. I mean, it's not awful. Does it? It's not...
1: I don't think it's for kids. I I think it's an adult movie made by people who think it's for kids, which is the opposite of what the original Ghostbusters was. I think (laughs) I I was right from the get-go. This
0: is a movie for adults to picture themselves as the kids. Yes, absolutely. You're the kid. You, the viewer, are the kid. You're You're supposed to feel like a child. We're all on the spectrum, and we're all bad (laughs) at telling jokes. (laughs) we are all autistic we're all all very excited that there's a gunner seat
2: (laughs) yeah a thing that isn't in the movie did
1: you know it always had a gunner seat I didn't.
3: speaking of gunner there was a
1: a, a stray thought I had as watching this movie was that the you know the slimer guy he uh he eats muncher he eats metal and spits bullets and then at the end they use that to uh Get the uh, the proton pack out of the holding cell, and I yeah. was like, ah, it's Chekhov's gun ghost. If you show a ghost, <laughs> it's that's, Chekhov's that's a gun. It's yeah, Chekhov's <laughs> monster.
0: That's what I call payoff. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I, it's the only thing in the movie probably that has a setup and payoff. Oh no, yeah, there's I one can't...
1: other thing. It's the it's the restaurant being called Spinners. So at the end, the P could fall off, and it says Sinners
2: that happens
1: it's so quick but i knew it was gonna <laughs> happen i was like why is this place called spinners it has to be a reference there's no way that's a real place was <laughs> P- spinner a producer that died what is happening yeah where is my Stanley lee cameo harold ramus what is it
2: Poor spinner
1: um well
2: yeah it sucks it yeah. sucks it's real bad as might you, i as say think, damn i would i can
0: <laughs> and also Fuck. Also, fuck. <laughs> yeah. Bad movie. Don't watch it. Drew, yeah. what do you say? Would you recommend it? Um, I would recommend it more than Matrix 4. <laughs> wrong.
1: Absolutely wrong. wrong.
0: Bad take. Get him off. Cut his bike. <laughs>
1: <laughs> cut that. Cut that. Cut that. <laughs> Look, all I'm going to say um, is that Matrix 4 ended with the theme song from the first movie covered by a band... That was famous later for pissing on people, but it wasn't at the time. Yeah. That yeah. shit ruled. I wish that you ruled. didn't apologize. Yes. Yeah,
2: shouldn't apologize. That was cool. Uh, pissing on someone, your fan is nice.
0: <laughs> it's very cool. I and don't if see anybody why would I... like that, if I... <laughs> <laughs> write an email to Generation Laws. Go to, to Generation Laws. Patri- and...
2: Patreon.com slash Generation Laws. <laughs> yeah, if you, give,
0: if you do $10 a month for 12 months, we will both piss on you at the same time sure yeah i don't even <laughs> want not? money just
1: just follow me on instagram and i'll piss on you that's 120 dollars. the
0: value is unbelievable <laughs>
2: <laughs> yes uh yeah so we all don't like it It's bad and, and it, i it. wish that it was the death knell of this kind of thing but
1: you know I, I really
2: be. don't see an end in sight for this kind of thing like we're only gonna get like more toy like we're gonna keep getting what is a new uh jerry bruckheimer's doing go bots or some shit he's now he's doing
1: um babe bayblade
2: bayblade right i would love a go
1: bots movie that would because that's the thing is if they go take bots a property that sucks then they make it good there's a world where that happens it won't happen but it it could happen you know they should do a fucking beast wars movie they are really beast yeah. wars
2: was cool yeah the thing is that it I it takes don't place care in the
1: 90s the- in brooklyn i'm not joking why not oh my god yeah. what kind of beasts would they be
2: <laughs> rats pigeons <cockroach. laughs> there's not
0: enough
1: though <laughs> uh
2: yeah i just i it's i don't even mind make a make another ghostbusters movie but like hire funny people make it a funny movie yeah or if you're gonna do this hand-wringing like sacred text bullshit like at least write a completely not lazy story and just have these like complete cardboard cutouts of people just being like uh my life is hard i can't afford rent you're hot paul Rudd. like
0: they can't even be bothered come up again they
2: can't (laughs) even be bothered to make a movie they can only it it is only when it is just this fan servicey stuff that no one asked for is when it becomes so teeth gnashingly upsetting that i I can't, in good conscience, recommend this even as a joke. Yeah, it was so boring.
0: And you know what I would recommend? The Matrix Lady Four. Ghostbusters.
2: <laughs> I would too. I that, would recommend Lady. Yeah. Ghostbusters. Kate McKinnon is very third funny act in that is better. Way. I think that it, uh, yeah, it falls off. I think once they start fighting and stop making jokes, but uh, I agree. It's it's the same thing. And it has
0: its own Walmart sequence that's in Times Square. Yeah, everything
1: has a Walmart sequence now. I just everything has to have Walmart. Honestly,
0: I mean, like, that's
2: how our country is now. So these it's are like, never yeah, gonna. Uh,
0: yeah, Sorry. Our lives are a Walmart sequence. Yeah, now. <laughs> unfortunately, yeah. that's right. Uh, uh, so yeah, don't watch this.
2: <laughs> All right. Well, thanks for coming on, Drew.
1: Yeah, thanks for. Would you uh, like to plug me. anything? You can follow me on Instagram at diet underscore Hellboy. Uh, I'm not going to plug two minutes of late night because that's uh that's silly it gets
0: plugged enough but check out albumer it's yeah. free and nobody knows it because giant bomb doesn't promote it yeah
2: <laughs> i did i literally when you posted it i was like what i can watch this show I and was i
0: know there's, I there's like, a couple what? of you i know there's a couple of you listening from giant bomb don't go snitching the back a lot. <laughs> I want my fucking money. Stop snitching. <laughs> yeah, on this
1: podcast, we can we can openly admit that we get paid for the other one. That's not we a pro bono show. Don't say that. Don't say that. <laughs> don't say that. You got to cut that part.
3: You got to cut it's that
1: because we all know. We all know it. Please don't put that in there.
2: <laughs> I will bet you $100 Jeremy will not cut anything.
1: Jeremy, I have a anyway. cat to feed. Please don't cut that.
0: <laughs> I did, um, uh, on, a, on an episode a couple of weeks ago, I did, like, explicitly state how much money Mo and I made <laughs> combined. And I, I was like, Brady, you have to beep that. That's too personal. <laughs> he made me
2: do it. I had to beep it. Anyway. Anyway. Thanks I'll, so much for listening I'll to the episode. I'll cut this
0: if I remember. Oh, <laughs> God.
2: <laughs> thanks so much for listening and not snitching.
0: And not snitching. This yeah. Until been... Jeff Bacalar. <laughs>
2: This has been Joe, what's his ad on Twitter? (laughs) So you could not snitch at him. I don't know. (laughs) Um, So uh, please go to our Patreon. If you'd like to hear more of this show, it's patreon.com slash Loss. There you will find many bonus episodes where we talk about the movie news, we talk about genres, we talk about topics, we do a lot of fun stuff. Sometimes we just do straight up other movie reviews. Um, We did Jackass Forever. We'll do newer stuff. We did... Matrix 4, which is good. No, Drew. it's not. Uh, it <laughs> uh, uh, has a
0: lot to say. You
2: can hear us uh, <laughs> do all that shit over at patreon.com slash generation loss. And with a little bit of a $5, you'll get Discord benefits where you can hang out with us there and watch the movie that we're going to talk about on Monday. And uh, that's all.
1: That's it. That's all. That's it. Thanks for listening. See you next time. Thanks thanks for bye-bye. Having us. Bye, everybody. Sleeping in your bed. If there's something weird Sleeping in your bed Oh, let me tell you something Busting makes me feel good.